This is Witness More with Matthew Jonathan and Walter the Dog. Welcome to the podcast. We'll be exploring everything from the paranormal to the strange to the overall unexplained. Sit back, relax, enjoy the journey, and get ready to witness more. So, all right, here we are. Um, Skinwalker. Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. So, welcome to the podcast called Witness More with Matthew and Jonathan. I'm Matthew, the better, smarter, better looking one. You think you're better looking than me? Oh, absolutely. Do you really? Yeah. Do you think other people think that? I think you do have more hair. I think I'm more well, you sound like Neil deGrasse Tyson right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're still stuck on his... He's just, he's so, he's such an arrogant asshole, you know? He's such a brilliant man, and I, I get it, but it, every interview, everyone he talks to, have you seen interviews with him? Yeah. He talks yeah. over people, he interrupts people, it's, yeah, it's, I was going to say it's like a marriage. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I would say, okay, I would, all right, I would say this, that I would be considered more classically handsome. Okay. You know, I look distinguished. I get compared to Brad Pitt all the time. (laughs) All right. (laughs) No, I don't know. I mean, I think it depends on who you're talking to. If you're talking to a regular Everyday people, then yeah, I'm better looking. If you're talking to blind people, they might think you're better looking. <laughs> so, anyways, welcome to, welcome to the next episode of the podcast. I'm definitely more fit, though. More fit? Yeah. I also have better I mean, eyes, but I'm strong. I have baby blues, and you have I'm strong. whatever that is. You I'm think you're faster. stronger than me, too? You think you're faster than me? In tennis shoes, not flip-flops. Uh, <laughs> Just watching us race in flip-flops would be funny. How how far would we have to run? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not interested enough to figure it out, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's fair. That's fair. Um, you might be stronger. Because my shoulder's not full of rigor mortis. Um, the, I don't know. Yeah, because I'm, I don't know. Can we move I past this now? Yeah, absolutely. So, Skinwalker Ranch. Um, very, very interesting place. I want to go. I've always wanted to go. But after digging into it and looking at it and. Just I don't know if I would go. Really? Well, I would go. Like if you, all right. So you're on Wheel of Fortune. How about you say what it is before? Can can you do that? Do you want me to do that? I'm gonna do that. Okay, you do it. Skimwalker Ranch is an area in northern Utah. It's around just under 500 acres of land that is just a fucking hot spot for all kinds of paranormal, supernatural activity. Um. We'll get into it, of course, but there's been witness there interdimensional portals, uh, animal mutilations, freak animals, like animals that you can shoot and nothing happens, animals disappearing, orbs, um, shapeshifters. What's that thing? Did you hear about that? Just beans, too. Um, UFOs, of course, have been seen there. But just beings, like darkness, uh, all kinds of shadow, shadow. yeah, like shadow figures, but that actually have a presence. Um, what am I missing? Wolves. What animals? Yeah. We'll get into the wolf stories, um, but the orbs. 
Did I mention that? Orbs. Orbs of different colors that have different effects on people and animals. Uh, Missing and displaced objects, things showing up in weird places. Yeah. Um, You heard about, like, when the lady went grocery shopping? Let's get into the stories. Missing objects. Let's start with that. So the ranch, of course, has always been around. The stories are that Native Americans put a curse on the land, and that's why all this stuff is happening. I don't believe that, but, you know, it's up for interpretation. So the ranch was bought by a family in the mid-90s, I think 1995. The Sherman family? Was it Sherman's? Yeah. Uh, Sherman family, a guy, his wife, and two sons. Two sons? I think so. Yeah. Two sons. Uh, Two sons. We'll go with that. And he was a cattle rancher and his pride was his cattle. He had a prize winning cattle, Angus cattle. And the whole idea was for them to be cattle farmers and, you know, raise their livestock and live a good life. Yeah. He was doing okay for himself and just better land. It was more land. So he could increase his yields, I guess. Yeah. 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 Everything. He had a good plan. He bought the ranch for a decent price. It was actually, he was surprised because when he bought it, it was underpriced for what it should be. Also, did you read about the contract? The contract when he bought it had all kinds of weird stipulations. One of them, one of them was that he wasn't allowed to dig on the property unless he got the prior owner's permission, right. which is weird. No one, I don't think anyone ever knows who this prior owner was. No, they remained anonymous. Yeah. So anyways, he's like, whatever, signs the documents, they move in. And when they looked at the house on the property, I think mm-hmm. there's three structures, a house, maybe a barn. I don't know what the other one was, but there were three structures. The house had deadbolts on both the inside and the outside of all of the inside doors. So like bedroom doors, deadbolts inside and outside. The only thing I can think for that, well, if you're inside, you you have a deadbolt, of course. On the outside, trapping something in. Well, Were there chains on the walls? On the outside. They determine what house. Oh, guard dogs. Guard dogs. Right. Yeah. As you kind of get into it, I think you know why you got a dead one on the outside. Yes. Is to keep stuff in that was in there. In? In. So trapping stuff inside? Well, there was some of those those shadow figures that are presence were in the house at some point. So if you're fleeing out, you deadbolt it to try and keep them in. Huh. Because you want to get chased out. Okay. That's what I always thought. So one of the first things, and they started getting activity. Yeah, like when they were moving in, that wolf. Yeah. So we were going to go with missing objects, but I guess we're going in chronological now. Uh, So we'll jump around. We're pretty good at that. They're moving in, and they have their cattle in the uh, gates, whatever, fenced into an area. And as they're moving in, uh, I believe the guy's grandfather was there, or his dad, the kid's grandfather. There was another person there, and a wolf that was about three times the size of a regular wolf approaches them, but it seems very friendly. And it came right up to them, and the grandfather reached out and pet it. And then the Mr. Sherman saw one of the calves' heads was sticking out of the fence and he saw the wolf look at it and he's like, oh shit. Wolf goes and locks onto the kettles, the calf's head. Yeah, locks onto him and his livestock is his, you know, bread and butter. So he gets 357 Magnum, shoots the wolf three times. He's right there. So he hits it. Yeah, point blank. Yeah, he hits it three times. Wolf doesn't even wince. Right. Um, so he tells his son to go get his thirty out six. Have you seen the size of that bullet? A thirty out six. Yes. Yeah, that was big bullets. I shot him before. Yeah. It. Yes. 
like six inches long. Right. Gets a 30-06, shoots the wolf. The A chunk of flesh falls off of it, and the wolf then runs off. I didn't know if it ran off. It, it did. itself and just walked oh, away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it just it, not dropped. Yeah, it was. But it left. Correct. Yeah. So, Mr. Sherman, what was his name? No. Uh, Mr. Sherman recognizes it's a problem that there's a wolf around his property, being that he is a cattle farmer. So he goes after it with one of his sons. And they are tracking its footsteps. And on the property, there's a river or a stream that flows through it. So they're tracking the footsteps and they come to a muddy area where the stream is. And the footprints just stop. But not near the stream. It was like 50 feet from the stream. Yeah, but yeah. It's still in they, the mud. They're gone. Yeah, the foot, yeah, the footprints is... In order for yeah, in order for that wolf to go anywhere, it would have to jump fifty feet in the water, which didn't happen. Yeah, impossible. Correct. So it just disappears. Right. Also, Mr. Sherman said that his father stood over six feet tall, and that wolf shoulders or head came up to his shoulders. Right. It that was five and a half foot. That's like the shit in Game of Thrones. Did yeah, you, it's it's yeah, they're unheard of. Correct. That yeah. So that was on the day that they moved in. Yeah. After that, few weird things happen. Uh, do you know the tool used to put fence poles in the ground? Yeah, yes. yes. But you know what it looks like and all that. Yeah, it's. Um, I know what it looks like. I'm just. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That right. It's a huge it's piece big. of metal. Yeah. yeah. They weigh what. 60, 70, 80 pounds, something like that. Yeah. So the dude's fixing a fence. He's using this tool and he, you know, turns his head away. Mm -hmm. It's missing. Mm -hmm. Look all over it. I think three or four weeks later, it showed up in a fucking tree, like 50 feet in the air. Yeah. Why was it there? Well, he ran around for an entire day looking for it, too. Yeah, I think he got his family. They're lo- yeah. looking all over the place. That's like my remote story from the fifth episode. Right. <clears throat> um, but my remote didn't weigh 80 pounds or whatever that is. <laughs> and then um, when the wife would go grocery shopping, she would come back, put all the groceries away, leave the room, come back in the room, and all the groceries are back in the bag. She thought she was going crazy, so she didn't say anything about it. But that's when it started coming up in family conversations that they're, uh, you yeah, know. She thought she was going nuts. He's like, well, no, because she, he, when he was looking for the post sticker, that's when he came out and was like, what happened to it? She's like, oh, you know what? I thought I was going crazy. That happened with groceries and something else. I don't, yeah, I don't remember what the other thing was. Yeah. It's just. So that's how all of it got started. Right. I mean, I have a few more crazy stories, but I feel like I've been no, the only I mean, one no, that's talking. Fine. You want to? Um, and the orbs, I think, are really weird. Like when I was, see, and I, I've been aware of this property for a while, and I think I probably heard it about it first time on Coast to Coast AM. And it was always a place to go UFO watching. Like I never really. Until I started digging into it maybe a year ago, I always thought of it as a spot where you get a lot of UFO activity, kind of like um, Sedona or Southern California. I don't think Sedona has UFOs. Yeah, there's UFO activity. Yeah, you can go I'm not familiar with that. The they have the vortexes. Right, but you can go see weird things in the sky. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so you start digging into and, – and, and yes, there's, there's claims of UFO activity – and a lot of it was, I thought his name was Harold, Harold Sherman. It well, seems like such a rancher's name. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, because the only thing I can find is the biblical company bought and then sold it to that one shell corporation and they closed everything off. But the, so the orbs, so you would see these orbs, red and blue, yellow and blue, red and blue, 
and white. One guy yeah. actually, one guy said he saw them during the day. Right. And they were white, like a halogen light. But one, yeah, like he would see it and he thought like headlights are coming up. And he thought, oh, were, yeah, were hunting illegally on his property. So we yeah. chase them. And then they, they always stayed a distance. Fly away. Right. Like flipping in the sky. It's like, those are headlights. That's when you first started seeing the orbs. And then there was the blue orb that every time it would come close, he would just get like panicked with fear. Yeah. And the dogs would go chase after it. And they had the three, the three guard dogs who went after the blue orb. And two days later, they found them just like mutilated and, and burnt to like a crisp. Yeah. And that reminds me when they were tracking that wolf after they lost it, they went back and he went to pick up the piece that fell off of it. And it was like rotted, like like deteriorated, like it was sitting there for three weeks. Right. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Just, just the orbs. And I know there was a, I can't remember the name of the episode, but I know they were outside of Skinwalker Ranch. You can't get close to it now, but a couple of years ago you could, and they set up an experiment where they'd flash lights in a binary code, and a red orb came up out of nowhere and just started floating around and then disappeared. So I mean, there's still like there's still activity to this day. Oh yeah. Um, you know, like I said, it was always like UFO. Uh, I always thought it was a UFO hotspot. Um, you know, people would go there and just look up in the night sky. And you know, if you if, if you dig around for it, I know there's a couple of um, videos that I saw that were taken in night vision. So everything just kind of has that green hue to it. Yeah. And you can just see what looked like stars. Then all of a sudden they start moving in erratic patterns and disappear. Um, you know, but the, you know, as you kind of start like learning more about it, and you've got to take, you know, Sherman's, you got to take Sherman's, Sherman's word at face value. And if you do that, um, you well, know, it was over a, a cliff or over a ledge or, or like a drop off mm-hmm. down about 150 feet. And that's when he started seeing like a weird glow off into the distance and got a, was it a, a rifle scope? Yeah. Or he got something on and looked at it and it was, looked like a hole because he could see blue sky on the other side of it. And it was and nighttime. Nighttime. Yeah. Something was going on. It was a portal. Yeah. So you saw, saw portals, right? So, you know, why that spot in Utah is a spot for a portal. I mean, who knows? But there's a couple of times you reported seeing portals. And, you know, one time the orbs are coming through it. Another time, like a dark shadow figure was crawling through it as if it was crawling out of a, a, a you know, a manhole. Yeah. Like so, something you would see on any freaking Stephen King movie, right. you know? Yeah. Like a monster. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The, you know, I don't know. I mean, did you, I don't know, man. I, I just I'm kind of think about this now, but I wonder if, I don't think that it's, I don't think that, that it lays on any sort of well specific ley line on earth, does it? No. So it's why there, that's why, why Northern Utah? Well, some people think that there's a military base underneath it and that the military is studying it as well. Have you? They can't dig. Yeah. And did you hear or read about the noises they hear under the ground? It sounds like a train underneath. They would hear it at night sometimes. Why would the military just do it? And I wonder if the military has a base under there, why the fuck would they allow the sale of property? Why would they let someone live there? You know? That's what doesn't make sense to me. But if you hear like a fucking freight train underneath the ground, that's nuts. So Mr. Sherman, I couldn't find his name. Okay. He, I want to call him Travis. Well, it would be Travis Sherman. So no, it wouldn't. <laughs> no, you're thinking of. So, um, so a few other things that happen. You already mentioned the portal. Mm-hmm. He is a very – he doesn't believe in anything. So when there is – when something weird happens, he just – he's like, oh, there's no such thing as, you know, supernatural, paranormal stuff. He wouldn't be scared of anything. He would go after stuff. He would hear something outside. He would go check it out. I would hide under the bed myself, but 
this guy is very proactive. And also his biggest thing was protecting his livestock. So yeah, yeah, his name was Terry. Um, so what are some other weird things that happened there? Crop circles. Crop circles, also seeing UFOs. One time in the middle of the night, he said that their entire property, like his fields, were lit up like a freaking football stadium. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. I mean, how can anyone be subjected to that kind of essentially harassment and just dismiss it and be like, oh, aliens don't exist. <laughs> I don't know what this is. No, he's always been skeptic. So with the, yeah, skeptic, that's what I was trying to think of. With the animal mutilations, first of all, in the entire time he was there, he lost 20% of his herd. And all of them are severely mutilated with missing organs and not a drop of blood. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Surgical. Yeah. Because if you look at it, that was uh, that happened. I think after he sold it. Well, that happened the entire time he was there, right? But there was, and, and that's when. Like, well, I don't want to talk about when he sold it yet because okay. All right. I, I want to get everything out with okay. uh, what experience with them. Um, I can't think. I mean, what else? I mean, I don't know what else. I mean, I, I, what else? What else? What else happened there that they haven't brought up? Well, brought everything up. So you said you would go there? I would go there. No one's ever been hurt there. Right. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, it's more like psychological terror, mm-hmm. if anything. Uh, so he, he went to the newspaper You with me? Yeah. Yeah. So to try, he, so as a skeptic, he thought that people are fucking with him, you know, people are illegally hunting on his land, whatever that may be. Mm -hmm. So he went to the newspaper to kind of put it out there, hoping that that would scare someone. Yeah. I, I don't know why, but. I don't know, little Utah town in the uh, in the nineties. Right. You know, maybe it has a population of four hundred people. Who knows? So he went to the newspaper for that. They published it. He of course lost credibility. They're like, oh, whatever. But after he did that, that's when NIDS found out about it. And right. NIDS, do you know what it stands for? Uh, yeah. Um. Well, it was funded by that Bigelow guy to Vegas. Yeah. Um, him and was it George Knapp, who I believe was an investigative reporter in Las Vegas as well. Um, National Institute of the Discovery of Sciences or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it is something like that. Yeah. It sounds generic, but this guy, Robert Bigelow, has oh, almost a- unlimited money. He had a $22 million budget to create a group of skeptics and scientists mm-hmm. to investigate paranormal stuff. Yeah. He offered to buy the ranch and at first Terry said no. After all this strange stuff keeps happening, he finally said, "Okay, you can buy it, but I want to keep my cattle here and I want to keep it I like kind of as a co-ownership." Right. He said I know the property. I've been living here for a couple of years. Let me stay on as a farmhand and you guys can, you know, do your research. But I'm going to move my family out and I'll just work here and, you know, pay me. So he essentially was a NIDS employee at that point to work there. I think a month passed and nothing happened. And then... Uh, you know, they have cameras set up. They have all kinds of stuff going on. Right. Uh, I can think of three stories I want to bring up, but anything you want to say? I feel like I'm taking no, over this whole you're, you're episode. Doing, no, no, it's fine. You're doing good. Okay. Yeah. So after he buys it, um, they also have people from different areas of expertise, you know, like a biologist, a physicist. And I think it was a team of 25 
yeah, there's a veterinarian. So yeah, that's why I brought this up. This is where the mutilations, the vet said there is absolutely no way an animal did this because animals tear with their teeth, Right. you know, and there's blood everywhere. There's not a drop of blood anywhere. How the fuck does that happen? Even if an alien is doing it, what are they doing? How are they getting all the blood out? Suction things with the dentist things? Uh-huh. in your mouth? What are they I don't know. Them? You sit there and cut and just soak it up at the same time? I have no idea. I don't know. I've always wondered that. Uh, Is it tooth or copper? No. Um, the most fascinating story is those four bulls. I'll get there in a second, but... Yeah. Okay. Pen, that's what I was trying to think of earlier. Um, I think something maybe tripped a camera. Or, no, it was the dogs. The dogs were, they cre- they created more structures on the property. Right. And they f- created a fenced-in area for the dogs. Right. Yeah, Lookout Towers too. Um, and the dogs would usually alert them when something was going to happen. So when the dogs are acting weird, they would, you know, get, I don't know, their binoculars out, whatever. They would get their equipment and start going out and looking around. And they noticed the dogs were spending a whole lot of time in their pen, in their area. And what what they realized is that they weren't leaving. Essentially, they were scared and they were staying in there for safety. So they started checking some stuff out, looking around and... I think they're driving in a truck. Terry Sherman mm-hmm. is with them and he's got a rifle and they see something in a tree and it's a shadow figure. But have you ever seen shadow figures? Okay. I used to see them all the time. Um, not since I left that apartment. And you see it in the corner of your eye, you look and there's nothing there. This thing, they see this black figure in a tree and he pulls out his scope, shoots it twice. And a couple seconds later, they hear a drop. So he hit it and it fell to the ground. They drive up to the tree. Nothing's there. So the bullets were on the ground. The what? The bullets were on the ground, right? Oh, I don't, I don't remember that. No, that's crazy. Are you sure? I thought so. I feel like I would have remembered that. That would be nuts. Because they heard, I thought they heard, I thought that story was told as the bullets in the ground. They heard the bullets hitting the ground. I don't think you would hear the bullets hit the ground. I don't know. The ting of the. What would a ting on? Maybe that's the shell casings you hear. And that would be right next to you. Yeah. I wonder, I mean, mean, they found the bullets. I guess if they found the bullets in the tree, I don't know. I'm just on anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. What about the four bulls? So that's in the same story. So, well, this is Weren't episode they... is all the same story. Oh, okay. But so the uh, Gwen, the wife, mm-hmm. would sometimes go and help out. They at this point they're living. His family is living somewhere else, right. uh, but they're still in the area, and she would sometimes help him out with the cattle. So he had four Angus bulls that I think were valued at three to four grand each. Uh And she was saying, you know, we should consider putting these bulls on a different property because if anything happens to them, that's a $12,000 loss. So she was saying that and they're in the area of the pen. They can see them and they turn their back. And then maybe a minute or two later, they look back and all four of the bulls are missing. And they're going, and this is when nids were there. Everyone's looking all over the place. They're looking, I don't know, I'll say for an hour, they can't find them. But one of the nids employees looks into a container, like those trucking containers, locked from the outside, and it doesn't have a roof. And all four of them are in there. And... Three things about that. It's locked from the outside, Mm -hmm. like a padlock. 
Um, so they, they couldn't have wandered in there on their own. Right. Bulls need space. They wouldn't voluntarily be in that area by themselves. They had to be put there from the top down. But it was just done in a matter of minutes. And it, I believe, was a couple hundred feet away. It would have taken hours to get four bulls right. in that small of an area. So everything I looked into, it seems like whatever's going on there is more of a trickster. It like it fucks with yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nids tried to prove or discredit, mm-hmm. but they said every time something would happen, it would happen. It never happened in the same spot twice, and it was always just outside of their instruments. If they set up a camera, it would happen just out of the field of view. If they set up like motion sensors, nothing would happen there. You know what I mean? Right. And then it was right after Gwen told Terry, hey, if anything happens to these bulls, we're out 12 grand. And then, you know, a couple minutes later, they disappear. But also being that that no one's been injured, no one's been hurt, you know? So it's like a prankster, a trickster. It's not malevolent. But I, I think with fucking with people like that is malevolent in some kind yeah, of way, but, but it's psychological. Yeah, you're not. You know, hiding you're shit. You're not getting scratched. Right. Like, like you know. Um, you know, the cattle are getting mutilated. You're not, no one's died. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think it's, that, I always, that's more, that's more malevolent in my mind. That's more of a, okay. a poltergeist. Is that I where, who is the uh, bad lady from 101 Dalmatians? Who is the bad lady from Sleeping Beauty? Okay, that's what I was thinking. Go on. Um, the, you know, but then is it, and that's what, that's what I want to know. I mean, I know you have all this activity, you have all these shapeshifters, you have the wolves, you have skin, I mean, it's called Skinwalker Ranch because that's what Native I think Americans that stems from, yeah, Native American. Shapeshifters, right? right. Um, but you're right. It's almost, it's, it, it's not, I mean, is it a ghost doing this? I think it's, is it, remember, is it in our last episode? I think it's all stuff that happens on other dimensions. It has to be, especially with that portal. So I think you saw the portal twice. So there's another universe. That's right there and that I don't think it's, I don't, <laughs> just messing with people. No, I, I don't think it's in terms we can understand. I don't think it's like physically. Right. Uh, it is. So Nibs kept it for, I think, 17 oh, years. Oh, yeah. I think they bought it in what, 94, 95? No, 97. Well, the Shermans. The Shermans bought it in the mid-90s, and they only had it for two years. Yeah. A year and a half, two years. Yeah. Say 97, and then they sold it to... Nid sold it off to that shell company that locked the thing down. Yeah, you can't get close to it anymore. Just a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, I think 2017. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You wouldn't go? Well. Would you go to Area 51? No uh, repercussions. I don't right? think. You're not getting shot by the military. I don't think anything's going on at Area 51. Okay. Would you, so would you, you wouldn't go to, you wouldn't go to Skimwalker. Hold on. Here, keep talking. Because I would want to find out. I would want to see it. I would want to. And again, you're there for one night. Who knows if you're an experience anything. So. Um, I mean, I want to go and just look up in the sky. It's an 11-hour drive. Okay. I would maybe. And it's in northern New. So. I've always wanted to go to Moab. Do you know what that is? Yeah. I always want to go to Moab. I could do. I could make a trip out of that. Go to yeah, go to Moab, spend a couple days there, and then go up to yeah, like South Central. It's pretty big though. Moab or Utah? Moab. Okay. It, I think it takes up a significant amount of the southern area of the state. Um, yeah, because 
Skinwalker Ranch is north of Salt Lake, isn't it? Skinwalker Ranch is way up in that corner. All right, so it's up near Idaho. Yeah, like Idaho, Colorado. No, not Idaho. Uh, Wyoming is up there. Other corner, other side. Oh, okay. So it's on the eastern side of the state. Yeah, so it's probably like 20 miles from Colorado and 30 miles from Wyoming. See, I would, but the thing is, you can't get close now. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if that asshole didn't buy it three years ago and you could get close. Right. Then I could I could see myself making a trip of it and yeah. you know camping, but go. just to go, just I mean, so when Nids bought it, they weren't sure if the claims were credible, right. and they interviewed neighbors, and neighbors all had experiences like that. They weren't as severe, but the orbs, hearing the freight train underneath the ground, and. Uh, a couple of other little things, but nothing significant. But yeah, it's like, why that spot? And what if, I don't know, what if the land developed and say in 200 years, that area is a metropolitan area and there's a freaking office building right there. Utah? Yeah. Yeah, I think the same stuff happens, right? And that, I don't think it would. So do you remember anything about not like some kind of entity not allowing them to change the property? Or am I making this up? I think it was part of the sale to... um, Cherry Sherman, right? You can't dig without permission. You no, I mean, they it. were trying to change something and something happened and kept preventing them from being successful. Oh, oh, oh okay. So you're saying, hey, we wanted to clear this land and actually chop a tree down. It was something like that. Yeah, I don't, oh, man, I don't remember exactly. Um, I can't, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't remember. I wish I could remember that. Yeah, but something like that. Um, so I just think that it's I, I don't know, man. I think it's I think it's something to do with that 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 spot. I think no matter what happens, no matter what happens to that so, land, that spot is is it, right? And another thing, if they build an apartment complex, it's a haunted apartment complex. So that's just it. So literally monsters, mm-hmm. UFOs. Mm-hmm. Orbs, which are usually associated with ghosts, mm-hmm. um, like every type of paranormal topic yeah. happens there, Shadow and you generally don't. Yeah, you you generally don't link all of that stuff together. Dire yeah, dire wolf. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, oh, and also one of those Angus bulls mm-hmm. in the winter time, it wandered off. And you know how ranching works, right? Your cattle just wander all over. They eat. Uh, but when you don't see them for a couple of days, you get worried. So there's one bull that wandered off. They hadn't seen it for a couple of days. It was snowing. So they were able to track its footprints. And it, there were, uh, him and his son were tracking the footprints. Just in the middle of nowhere, the footprints stop. It's gone. They lost that cattle. But again, 20% of his herd either disappeared or were mutilated in his stay there. So that's 20 out of 100 cows. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fascinating place. It is. It's fascinating. I would stay the night there with another person. I wouldn't go by myself. Would you go by yourself? No, I would just I would get in my own head and freak myself out. Yeah, I'm getting in my own head and freaking myself out right now. Um, <laughs> are you really? No, you should have sweat a little bit. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, no, I just I, I'm kind of like I want to know. Um, 
you know, because I mean, you've heard of like ley lines, right? And paranormal activity happens where ley lines intersect. Are ley lines electromagnetic? Kind of, yeah. Um, I think Tesla like mapped out the ley lines of Earth. I know what you're talking about, but I'm not familiar enough. So they, so I don't, um, I don't think Skinwalker Ranch has ley lines. I, I think some of the vortexes in Sedona are where ley lines are, and they intersect there. Yeah, I, I think you're think, right. Yeah, I don't think that's it. And that's kind of what I always thought. And is it's I don't know. I just I want I would I don't know. I hope whoever has it now. Um, so here's another thing. Nids bought it from Terry Sherman. Yes. For two hundred grand. Yes. That's they sold it for four point five million to whoever has it now. It's that Shell Corporation. When it's, you you're just it's, 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 it's like Edantium or something like that. Yeah, it's weird. It's, it, but no one knows who owns that. Um, I'll tell you what it is. It is Edantium. I told you. Ed, Adantium Holdings. Yes. Yeah, 4.5 million. But no one knows who owns that. Um, and no one knows who the original, not original, but... Who they bought it, who the Shermans bought it from. Yeah. I wonder... Why did they have locks? And, I mean, what did they go through? I'm sure they went through the same stuff. Was it worse than what the Shermans experienced? Well, and what did this? What are their so, findings? Did they ever release all their findings? Say, here's everything. Well, that's what I was saying. All of their findings, nothing was recorded. Right. So they really, even though they spent, I think Terry Sherman stayed with them for a couple of years. Yeah. And oh, there was something that happened. I think when the four bulls went missing, they finally said, you know what? We, enough is enough. Yeah. Yeah. I think after that, it's they. Point you have to. Yeah, but I mean, he was such a prideful man. I would, man, I would want to interview him. Um, if you're listening, email us at sportpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. I don't know. It's just such a fascinating story. Yeah, it's. Now, like I said, I've always, I've always, I've always, I started hearing about it from, from UFOs, right? And you can see stuff up in the sky. And if you want to see UFOs, go to Skinwalker Ranch any night of the week and you'll see UFOs, right? It's, you know, and that's, that's always how I understood it. And then once you kind of dig into the fact that if there's something paranormal, it happens there. That just makes it attractive for lack of a better word. You know what I mean? Right. You know, what, you know, what aren't you going to experience there? Nothing. Nothing. You you can experience anything there. So what you know, and then the portal, I'd love to see what that portal looks like. You know? I mean what is that? How do you I mean, it's dark out? There's a hole. And you this can see a blue sky on the other side. Right. And something coming out. What is that? How do you not go there? And how do you not believe that something sure. weird is happening after that? Right. You know, how do you I want to see pictures i want to see you know right you know i, I don't man. yeah I, I can't imagine the guys that make it up right i mean no. real estate's recorded i mean he, well, he, you know he bought i forget what he bought it for uh he took a loss on that i'm sure he didn't buy it for less than 200 and sell for 200 maybe broke even uh, but someone bought it for 4.5 they no they came to and offered him they're like hey we saw this article. If you want to get out of here, right. I don't know what what they bought it for, but yeah, but in, and that's you know, so he's not. It's not you know Travis Wallen who's making money off the deal. You know what I mean? No, he just wanted to raise his cattle. Yeah, and he was hesitant to go to the newspaper. Right, but his ex, being that the neighbors experienced it too. Right, something's happening. Yeah, and I mean, if you if you look up articles mm -hmm. you can find stories like about police officers people in the city yeah. 
neighbors, people who didn't live there who have visited the property and experienced stuff. Right. right. So, and, and no one's making any money off of it, like you said. No. Except Bigelow made yeah. 4.4 million off or 4.2 million off. Yeah, right. Um, I feel like there's another story out there that we're missing. Something that happened. Did we just go through it quickly? We might have. How long do you think it's been? Oh, shit. About a half hour. 45 minutes. Really? Yeah. So I'm just going to do a quick search. So like I was saying earlier, UFOs, shapeshifters, portals, orbs, shadow figures, Mm -hmm. Supernatural animals, pretty much. All of those things have to be interconnected. Right? Because it all happens there. So I've never I've never put all that stuff together. Well, it's all been separate. Yeah, it's all been completely separate. Like all the mythological stuff, I'm not sold on Bigfoot, Chupacabra, uh Nessie? Uh, Black Ness Monster? I could get on board with that just if it, you know, uh, just being a big fucking fish. So what? Uh, Megalodon existed at one time, but like, what? what's that genre or topic referred to? Cryptozoology? Is that it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm not on board with that stuff. Okay. But that's what's happening at Skinwalker Ranch. And I believe all the stories. All no, of it. No, there's... Something's going on. Something's happening there. I just... How's it all it's linked? And is the military involved? I'm guessing the Shell Corporation may be a military contracted company. Well, yeah, maybe the final... Finally, the military is like, oh, crap, maybe we did go too far with the underground base. We gotta get out. We gotta buy the land. I think. Maybe. I mean, you know, if because if, it didn't start getting popular until the early two thousands. Okay. But I think if it's the military, and they wanted they wanted Dude, to go the military can have anything they want. I don't right. know why there would be a property on there. Yeah, a know. civilian property. I don't know. Unless, unless they're testing that. stuff on that family. What about the crop circles? I didn't read anything about that. I think just crop circles showed up. Um, you know, there was, well, maybe there maybe it was military testing. Maybe it was. But why would they test on a family? And, you know, they're not, well, maybe they would do that. Because he did. So you remember, like, at first, um, who was it? Oh, you know what? No, never mind. I might be thinking of something. No, no, I'm thinking of. Um, no. You know what? Strike that. I'll, I'll think of something else. It's not. It wasn't. It wasn't I think the happen. Navy is somehow tied to it, which doesn't make any sense because there's no water. There's no oceans. Well, still, the Navy yeah. doesn't stay at lakes. But. Well, they can. They can. I don't know. So. Because the, the orbs would instill fear, right? And I don't think there's any sort of, I don't think there's any sort of weaponized orb that we've used since then that instills fear, is there? I don't know. None of it can be explained. All right. I might read that book on Cole, uh, Cole Helmer. Is that his name? Cole? Mm-hmm. He wrote a uh, book with George Knapp. I might read yeah. that. Okay. And there's a couple movies out there, but. I mean, this is the kind of topic. This stuff doesn't need to be dramatized and hyped up. But no, that's yeah, it, it's I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I haven't thought about everything is connected now. Yeah, it it all could exist on a regular basis in a different dimension that we're right. just not privy to. Maybe a portal 
is a way to connect the fifth dimension to our first four. And they found it at Skinwalker Ranch, and everyone's afraid of it. Yeah, I'm afraid of it. Yeah, maybe they're just trying to be like, hey, guys, no, we're here. We, We figured it out. They're trying to communicate with us. Does the Large Hadron Collider make noise, do you know? What if there's something like that underneath that creates the portal? You were saying last week that you think you need a vehicle to do that. What if that noise is that vehicle? Maybe maybe it's not a human-made object. Maybe it's a vehicle that is just under the ground. Maybe it crashed here 100,000 years ago, and it's still there. I mean, I don't know why somebody... And maybe somebody has done this and we just don't know about it, but like x-ray the ground. Yeah, because you can get that. You can go sonar goes pretty far down. There. Yeah, I think so too. Sonar? Yeah, it's going down. It's not x-ray. Right. You know, no, I know it's not x-ray, but you can, use the, you can use the sonar. Sonar is sound though, right? And it, yeah. So it'll go and then it'll, it'll hit something and come back up, right? Yeah. So then but does it, it go through solid objects like no, that? No, it'll hit. If there's something that it'll hit, as you can see, you can grab I know it. how sonar works. I'm right. just questioning if it can go underground. It can. Okay. It can go underground. And they've, and they've, and, and it's common to go through and just see if there's something there. It's like, yeah, like when they build houses, they have to check for stuff in the ground. Right. Well, well yeah, I mean, not like blue flag comes out. What? What's blue flag? When they come in again, before you dig? I've, I don't you know gotta, what you're talking about. If you're on a property before you dig, you got to call the people come on and put the flags up to show you where the utilities are? Sonar can only be used to detect surface underwater. So it's not sonar. There's something you can use for ground. Yeah, but it's not sonar. It's not a metal detector. What does the metal detector use? Mm. Being that it only detects metal, I would think it's something sensitive to that. So sonar can be used for underground applications, just like radar. Yes. Is it radar? Yeah, because it goes, yeah, you can use sonar. Radar is radio waves. Right. That makes more sense over sonar. Yeah, sonar underground imaging. Yeah, so here it is. Yeah, it's still this thing. I've seen them use this thing in TV shows, right? It's $23,995. It's an underground ground penetrating radar. Ooh, that sounds hot. It's. Okay. But yeah, you can. So it basically put all right, radar, sonar. It, it I, I get it. Down. I understand it how it works. Deep. Yeah. It's, and you've already explained it twice. Okay. We're at 52 minutes. Do you want to wrap up? Is there anything we're missing? And I also don't think there's a lot of stuff for Jeremy to cut out on this one. This is going to be a long one. All right. That's okay. Yeah. Um, do you just want to sign off or do you want to acknowledge somebody we've already acknowledged New Hampshire and <laughs> no, Fleet no, let's see what uh, let's go check email and see if anybody emailed us from last week and uh, I want to know who the favorite is uh-huh. the favorite the favorite is yes who people like more yeah I don't think you're allowed to answer that. Oh, I do. <laughs> you might not like the results. I will. Okay. So, all right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm hungry. Yeah, I am too. Okay. I've been hungry for about an hour now. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go uh, nap and eat. Okay. Oh, so. All right. And we'll come up with some stuff. Which is more. Uh, what do you want to do? Anything in mind? You know what? Usually something pops up during an episode and it just didn't happen this time. Yeah, that happened for like the last four weeks. I know. Yeah. I don't know. No, it didn't happen. Um, I I know you're 
really into Bigfoot. Do you want to do Bigfoot? I don't, I'm really saying I'm really into Bigfoot. I well, you believe he exists. He exists. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah. That's like a our FRB episode. <laughs> if he isn't now, he was at one point in time. So, who studies animals from afar in the wild? What profession? What was what was her job? What was her profession called? Whatever that group of people are, apes have been witnessed uh, using spears to fish. And they feel that apes are starting to evolve to where humanity was like 300,000 years ago, like cavemen. They feel that they're actually, why are you laughing? This is fascinating. What? (laughs) I just went around. No, we weren't. Humanity hasn't been around that long. Yes, it has. It's documented. There's proof all over the world. Have you? Do you know what um, out of place objects are? Out of place. You, you don't know what I'm talking about. This is fascinating too. Yeah, in the 30s, a guy was hiking in somewhere in the UK, uh, somewhere in England. He was hiking and he saw a rock. They had a piece of petrified wood sticking out of the side of it. Upon further examination, there was a freaking hammer made out of like steel uh-huh. and uh, like an axe handle, you know, just a wooden pole. Uh-huh. There's a hammer inside of this rock. And when it was kind of taken apart and broken up, they tested it at like 50,000 years old. A hammer. A man-made object, 50,000 years old. First of all, how did it get in that rock? And you're, you're going to say that you don't believe in carbon dating. No, I'm saying that there's been studies. But it's not as far off as hundreds of thousands of years. Um, it, yes, it, it is not completely accurate, but still. So let's leave the year out of it. How does this hammer... And it looked like a hammer that would be used around the time that the railroads were going up. Like something, who was the famous John Bunyan? Bunyan? Yeah, Bunyan was a lumberjack. Didn't he also do trains? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Well, <laughs> it was a lumberjack. So it was inside. He didn't make trains. Okay, fine. So the, the, um, stop. So this. This hammer is inside of a rock that had to happen over a very long period of time. How would you explain that? If how old do you think the the Earth is? Four thousand years? Five thousand years? Uh, no, no, like ten years. What 10, evidence 000. do you have to support that? Ten thousand years? Yes, it's just a thought. It's just what I. It's just an opinion. Oh, I didn't. So there's no evidence. It's just like but you how, don't have evidence to say the Earth is a billion years old either. Well, yeah, there is evidence. Not a billion. I think it's 13.7 million. But there is evidence of that. And there's a very common consensus across the entire scientific community that that's how old the Earth is. Okay, but what if if carbon dating is wrong? You can say what if about anything all the time. But people are saying, people are coming out saying, what people? Not scientists. I know that. Are you talking about like religious People? We need to wrap this up. What started all this? You wanted to say what you wanted to do next. You wanted to oh. talk about a hammer. It's a fascinating hammer. Okay. We didn't do uh, too many jokes in this one. This one was all serious. Okay. Okay. So we'll figure out what we're doing next okay. time. That sounds good. <laughs> Tired. All right. All right. Sign us off. Um, all right. Thanks you. Thanks you. Thanks you. All right. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Remember, witness more podcasts at gmail.com or Twitter at witness underscore more. Yes. And we still don't have a MySpace. Ah, we'll get to it. Yeah. I don't want to pay for it. And I'm sure there's a free version of it. Yeah, it's called Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, cool. All right. I'm stopping. Bye guys. Thanks week. for listening. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Witness More. If you have anything you'd like to add to the conversation or want to reach out to us, you can tweet us at witness underscore more or email at witnessmorepodcast at gmail.com.